like to welcome everybody this morning. Appreciate you fellas singing for us. Uh, but it's good to be in the Lord's house, and uh, we were uh, we were sitting there talking about uh, getting old, and I kind of had this uh, come across this scripture this week, and it kind of stuck with me. And uh, it's in Psalm seventy-one. Uh, verse 18, it says, Now also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not, until I have shewed the strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is to come. And uh, I kind of thought about that as uh, it's our responsibility as we grow older. Uh, I got a few of them gray hairs now, and uh, it's my responsibility to show the next generation um, you know, how to come to church, uh, what the Lord is about. And, uh, um, I, I'm thankful that my wife and I have uh, made it a priority in my life to bring my kids to church and Sunday school. And uh, I just, uh, that's the most important thing there is in this life. And I appreciate that. But uh, we'll be, look forward to having a great day in the Lord. Let's uh, pray for a preacher this morning, lifting up, lift him up, make preaching easy for him this morning. Just. Everybody do everything we need to do. And uh, my brother Taylor, we dismissed the Sunday school. We appreciate being in the Lord's house this morning, and uh, we need your prayers. Uh, our lesson this morning is in the ninth chapter of the book of Psalms. book of Psalms is probably about my favorite book in the whole Bible just to sit down and read. Uh, most, most of it's kind of upbeat and it's praising God. And, uh, uh, and that's, this lesson starts out that way this morning in the first verse that I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart, I will shew forth all thy marvelous works. If I believe people ought to come to God's house when the doors is open, if we're healthy and able, 
we ought to be here if we've been saved by the grace of God especially. And uh, David asked a question, so what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? And if, if, if getting saved was all he'd ever done for me, I owe him my whole life. And even more, if I had it, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't never repay him for for just getting saved. And uh, uh, there was no way, no possible way, without Jesus, for any of us to get saved. There was not. No way. Uh, I heard a fellow say one time, and of course he was he was a little bit misled, but I heard him say uh, that back before back before Jesus came, they got saved by the law, and uh, but the Bible said the, the the law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image could never. With those sacrifices made year by year continually, make the comers thereunto perfect. The law never did save anybody. Paul said it was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Without the law, we wouldn't have any knowledge of sin. The law told us we were sinners, and and grace told us we could get saved. And uh, so it's always been by grace through faith. But anyway, I will praise the old Lord with my whole heart. God don't want just part of us. Uh, if, if I just come to church when it's convenient, then when I come, I'm not going to get the blessing I sh- that he, he's got for me. He's, God, I believe God wants to open the windows. He said, try me and see, in, in Malachi, I said, try me and see if I won't open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing you will not be able to contain. And I may not have quoted that exactly right, but God's got a blessing for us every day of our life. If we, if we meet the requirements, if I pray, if I come before him with my whole heart, if we come to God's house this morning in the name of the Lord, he said, we're two or three gathered together in my name. It ain't just together and together. It's whose name did you gather in? If I come, if I come just to meet up with my friends and that's all I got in, in my mind and I don't get my heart changed a little bit, I'm not going to get the blessing God wants to give me. So he's, he's got a storehouse full and he wants us to have them. And uh, so, but we gotta we gotta praise him with our whole heart. Our our heart's gotta be in it, and uh, not just a lot of times. If, and I'm I'm speaking from experience now. A lot of times we just go through the motions. I figure it's Sunday morning. I got to get up and go to church. And uh, a lot of times we do that out of habit. I like it. I like it when something stirs down in here and I can't wait for church time. Then I know when that happens, I know we're going to have a good meeting. And uh, I, I, 
I'll, I'll throw this in right there for I know if if we if we get our hearts right even even if I get up if I get up in the morning and I don't don't really feel like coming to church and and I'm dragging around the devil tell me stay home and all this kind of stuff everybody's been through that and then you come to church and get your heart right after you get here you still get your blessing but uh we gotta we gotta praise him with our whole heart and uh sometimes it's hard to get this carcass you're looking at here out of the way in order to let it come from down in here and uh I will shew forth all thy marvelous works. And Jesus, Jesus told us that ye are the light of the world. He was talking to us. A lot of times we read the Bible. If we're not careful, we'll, we'll read it like, like a novel or another book that we might read and say, well, he was talking to Peter and James and John or whoever back way back there and don't take it. If, if we read this the way, way we're supposed to read it, it's a letter from God to me. And that's from Genesis to Revelation. I've, I've heard people say before that the, the Old Testament was done away with. It wasn't no good anymore. Uh, somebody's misguided. Because you can read about Jesus in the first chapter of Genesis. And all the way through the Bible. And God's Word and, and the book of Genesis and the book of Revelation, which is the first and the last books in the Bible, are both the Word of God. And His Word is eternal. And so Genesis is just as eternal as Revelation. And uh, it's God's Word. And it's his letter to me. And I can learn from, from the book of Genesis. They, they stuff in there to, that's been a help to me in my life. And uh, you read things that some of those, some of those old fellas done. And, and where they messed up. Sometimes, found out we found out they wasn't supermen; they were human, and they they was that was putting the Bible to be a a witness to me to to not do the things that they messed up on, and uh, and sometimes we we we'll look at it and read it and say, yeah, I see that, and go right out and do it. Sometime or other, maybe not right then, but uh, we're all human. We're failures in this carcass right here. Uh, the devil said he come from going up and down in the earth. That's this thing you're looking at right here. He, he got cast out into the earth. He's going up and down in this thing right here, seeking whom he may devour. Now, he can't get my soul. 
He can't get me. He can make me. He can. He can't make me do nothing. But he can. He can. He can tempt me. And and convince me in here to mess my life up. And then I can't be the light that I'm supposed to be. And maybe by the by the way that I live, cause somebody else to go to hell. Now, I know they have their opportunity, and they God will God will save them if they come to Him. But I've heard people say, "Well, if 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 that's what a Christian is talking about, people in the church." I ain't heard this in a long time, but I've heard it way back in the past. Said, if that's what a Christian is, I, I don't want nothing to do with it. So, what we got to be is the real thing. But in front of the people we work with or whatever, we're around all the time. Our families, especially. What we do at home matters. And uh, so we need to be the very best that we can be in every bit of our life. He said, let your light so shine that men see your good works and come in and glorify the Father. So if, if, you, if, you, can, if you can live your life to where people want what you've got, then you're, suc- you're successful. Anybody got a comment? I will show forth all thy marvelous works. Now, uh, I believe it was uh, Peter's told us uh, live our life so that our people would see what God done for us. In other words, testify. Let them know what God done for you in your life. If we can, if we can show people that we've been saved, and I mean, words words don't always get the message across. We got to back up those words with the way we live. So show forth His marvelous work. Show, let the world know what Jesus done for you. I will be glad and rejoice in in Thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. And I, I say every Sunday, I probably not, don't fail, and sometimes maybe two or three times, getting saved is the best thing ever happened to me. And that's been, I was 15 years old, so that's been a couple years. And uh but it's the best thing that ever happened to me in my life, and it's getting better all the time. Got my ticket, and probably won't be too much longer to get it punched and get a go where Jesus is. And I, far as far as my part, I just soon stay here a while. I'm, God's been good to me, blessed me, and still is. I just soon stay here. I stay here as long as he wants to leave me. But when the day comes, and I've said this a lot of times, 
when the day comes that God says it's enough, you can come on over here and send the angels to bring me over on the other side. I believe I'll go all the way to heaven shouting. It's, it's the best thing ever happened to me. And I said last week, I believe, did you, did you ever think about the very best service you was ever in, how, how good God blessed you, and how high the Spirit was in your, in your soul, and then think heaven's going to be a way better than that, and it's going to be all the time. It ain't going to be just for a few minutes, and then the devil's after you again. The devil ain't going to be there. That's one of the best things about heaven, in my opinion. I get tired of him, but uh, I'll be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. And I, I quoted a scripture last week, said he had, it's, I believe it's in the 40th chapter of the book of Psalms, said he put a new song in my mouth, even a song of praise unto our God. And he said, as the last part of that verse said, many shall see it and, and praise his name or something. I, I can't quote it all. But if, if, you, if you sing the song that God put down in your soul, and that don't mean just sing Amazing Grace. That, if that's what your job is, then that's what you ought to do. Whatever your job is for God, live your life to where you can do it. And then people... Your song will mean something to somebody. And that's, that's what that's talking about. Do the very best that we can. And I, very few times I've ever done that. Most of the time I'm a big failure. But every once in a while God will bless me. So sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. When mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. And uh, did you ever, every one of us got, every one of us been saved knows how good it was when God moved Satan out of our soul and his spirit took up its abode in there. The fire and the Holy Ghost cleaned us up. How good that was. How good it felt. And, uh, and I probably, everybody here has had experiences just like me. But there's been a, a lot of times in my life that Satan come back and he's, he's all over you. Trying to, trying to get you to mess your life up one way or another. And... Uh, you have the privilege, if we'll use it. Now, we can resist the devil. The Bible said resist the devil and he'll flee from you. But once in a while, the devil will get on you so bad you need some help. And I, I, I couldn't tell you the number of times I've got, had to get on my knees and say, Lord, I need your help again. I can't handle, I can't handle Satan. I might not have said exactly in them words, but I just can't handle it. And he was right there. 
If you approach God right out of your heart, you've got a need in your life, I guarantee, and the Bible guarantees it. If you, if you go right out of your heart and you've got a need in your life, He'll take care of it. Or He'll help you deal with it. He made that promise and He'll keep it. Anybody got anything? And in this mind, we're liable to do anything. Satan works on this. And if he can't get us, if he can't get us to get out in the world and do something ungodly, and that's and he can't most of the time. If if you've been saved a while, and most everybody here has, you're not going to get out and do any ungodly things. Most of us ain't anyway. It, it, that's a possibility, but uh, I know when I, when I first got saved, and, and for quite a while after that, Satan would get after me with some of the same, same things I'd done before I got saved, trying to get me to get back in them. Well, it, it went on for a while, and I... God helped me, and I got through that. Stayed out of them. Then he started working on me a little different. He now he try he tries to get me to be lazy all the time. Uh, if if God gives me a testimony, he put it in here. Say, well, Billy Ray or somebody can do that better than you can, and. Uh, and that ain't that don't sound like very much, and it don't fit right here in this service. And and put all those kind of thoughts in your head, and pretty soon, if you're not careful, you sit and think about it too long, and and it ain't there anymore. Right. And uh, if the Bible said, "When I would do good, evil's present." And the Bible it also says, "He that knoweth to do good and do it not to him is sin." So we can sit right in God's house and sin, and uh, just fail fail to do what God puts on our heart to do. And I I agree with I agree with what she said. Feeling sorry for yourself is sin. If you've been saved by the grace of God. 
we got nothing to feel sorry for ourselves about. This fellow right here, God didn't put him on the earth to live forever. We're going to die. He put us on the earth to get saved so that in the resurrection, we could raise in his likeness. And uh, if you've been saved by the grace of God, one of these days you'll be in the likeness of God. When mine enemies are turned back, and I've said this before, I, I believe, and I can't prove this, I don't think, but I, I believe there's been a lot of times in every one of our lives that God's arranged things so to keep us out of trouble. Maybe just to use a hypothetical thing, maybe, maybe we'd be driving somewhere and for some reason or other we'd stop for a little bit and then go on. Maybe God stopped us because he knew something bad might happen if we kept going. And I, th I think God takes care of us like that a lot of times. Now, by the same token, and I, I believe God just talks about our enemies and the world's against us. Most, a lot of the world, not, not all of them, but there's a lot of the world's against the church. And, uh, and God will protect us from a lot of that, I believe. But by the same token, if you, if you, listen, if you listen to some of these preachers on television, they, they talk like if you get saved, it's smooth sailing all the way. And uh, uh, I believe they got a different God than I have, and I don't know... Uh, I, and my God's the, the very best. But uh, Job said, man born a woman's few days and full of trouble. And in, in this flesh, now in this flesh we're going to have trouble as long as we live. But I'll say this, what, down in here where God sealed, it, sealed this up, it's sealed till the day of redemption, and trouble ain't never been in there since I, the day I got saved. I had trouble and sorrow. I'm just like David when he, he said, I found trouble and sorrow. And then I cried out, and God, God picked me up that Sunday morning in 1956. He set my feet on a solid rock, and he gave me a hope in Jesus, and that's the very best thing heaven's got. And I've been saved ever since. I ain't lived perfect. Far from it. But Jesus done a perfect work down in here. And he sealed it by the Holy Spirit of promise till the day of redemption. And uh, we're going home in spite of the devil. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou settest in a throne judging right. 
And uh, in, uh, I believe it, I, I got it wrote down here somewhere, but it's in, in the 19th chapter, I believe, of Revelation. John said, I, I, I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whence the, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God and the books were opened and another book was opened, which is a book of life, and the dead were judged out of the things written in the books according to their works. And a lot of people looking for that way out in the future after we leave here. After I, when we get up in the resurrection, there's going to be nothing to judge. The sin's going to all be gone. I'm going to have a glorified body just like the Lord and it'll be just as perfect as my soul is and just as perfect as Jesus is. And there'll be the judgment's passed. The day I come to Jesus in 1956, he judged me worthy of eternal life in Jesus. It wasn't my worthiness, but it was Jesus' worthiness in my life that made me eligible, if you want to say that, for eternal life in him. So uh, that, that judgment was passed on my soul that Sunday morning. Now, this carcass right here is my enemy sometimes. And he'll pay, he's still passing judgment on it sometimes. Did, did you ever think about doing something that, and God come along and say, that ain't right. You're mine, you got no place doing that. No, you can't, you don't need to be doing that. You don't need to go, go there or do this or whatever. I've had God tell me a lot of times that I was in the wrong place. I had no business. And I've told you a lot of times. I can look back at some of those times and them some of the greatest blessings in my life. They didn't feel like it then. But looking back at them, they're some of the greatest blessings in my life. Because even when I was wrong, he was telling me I belonged to him. And uh, he still lets me know I'm his when I'm wrong. And he lets me know I'm his when I'm right. Anybody got anything? So he's... He set his throne, and uh, the judgment goes out. The gospel goes out to our people. And uh, Paul said, I was alive once without the law. The commandment came, sin revived, and I died. Judgment. Judge, the judgment was passed. God told me, that Sunday morning the gospel come to me, God, God told me I was lost. I was going to hell, scared me to death. And I, I tell this all the time, it, stubborn, I, I was 15 years old, and I didn't want nobody to know what kind of shape I was in. And I was standing 
holding on to the bench and looking the preacher right in the eye, trying to my best to keep my face straight. And if Edna Mason hadn't come to me that morning and stuck her hand out and said, do you need to pray? I'd have probably stood right there and held onto the bench. So if God gives you something to do, by all means do it. You never know who's, if it's going to really affect somebody's eternal salvation. She could have stayed in her seat wherever she was at and nobody would have never known the difference except God. But I might have ended up in hell. So it made a big difference in my life. Thou hast re rebuked the heathen, thou hast destroyed the wicked, Thou hast put out their name forever and ever. And thou hast rebuked the heathen. The gospel rebukes every one of us. And we was all heathens. Whether we like to admit it or not. But the gospel rebuked every one of us. Or will. If it ain't got us yet, it will. The grace of God that bring us salvation hath appeared to all men. God's already got it set. It will, it will happen. And uh, it destroyed the wicked. My soul was wicked. Your soul was wicked. Whether we like to admit that or not. And God, when he saved us, he bound Satan up and his goods with him and cast them out. And then, like I said a minute ago, he sealed us till the day of redemption. So he put the, put the sin out of there. He put Satan out of there. Destroyed the wicked. O thou enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end. And thou hast destroyed cities. Their memorial is perished with them. And if If we as God's people, and this don't exactly, this don't exactly say the same thing that this verse is saying, but if we as God's people fail in our efforts, if we if we let up and don't get the don't get the gospel, and and the gospel ain't just up to the preacher. They got a big part in it. God called them, give them the ability to preach the gospel. But the church, the church has just as much a part in the preaching of the gospel as, as the preacher does. The preacher's got to be willing to get up and do, follow the Lord. But if I, if I sit right here this morning, this preacher gets up to preach... I said, well, I don't like his looks. I ain't, I ain't going to back him. I, I've sinned. If he's willing to do his part, then I ought to be willing to do my part and pray for him and try my best to lift him up. Maybe 
I, I was in a, we was in a revival one time several years ago, and I, everybody here heard me tell this a hundred times probably, but I was, it's over on Albert Street, and I was setting up in the choir, and they was making, I think of making an altar call, I, I, best I can remember now, that's been probably 50 years ago or better, but I was praying, Lord, I'm, I'm ready. I, I, I need to do something. I want to do something. I had a real zeal. I wanted to get, I wanted to do something in the service. And it come to me, the scripture where Moses told the children of Israel, stand still and see the salvation of God. So I just sat back and enjoyed the service. And they was some people got saved. So it wasn't my time. So when, when, it's, when it's our time, the Bible tells us what thy hand find to do, do with thy might. Give it everything you got. When God gives it to you, do your very best. But until God gives it to you, the Bible said, watch thy foot when thou goest to the house of God and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools, for they consider not that they sin. So, if, if, if I make me up a, get, get a zeal worked up in my life, and I, I just work me up a testimony, then I've sinned. The words might be the very best, but if God didn't give it to you, the church don't need it. So we need to, we need to watch, our, watch ourselves and, and be sure we're following God. But the Lord shall endure forever and ever. He hath prepared his throne for judgment. And, and judgment begins at the house of God. And I believe it's Peter said, if it begin at us, where, where shall the sinner and the ungodly appear? And uh, so judgment starts right here. And it, if you have it for the for the people that get saved, it ends right here. The, the judgment on our soul. Now God still, God still every once in a while has to get the whip out on me, but uh, so that's part of his judgment too. And he shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in unright, uprightness. So it's his judgment is in Jesus. He, he had judged the world in righteousness. That's Jesus. And uh, if you're going to, I've heard people say before, uh, they, they measure their life the way they're living by somebody else in the church. Say, well, I'm living just as good as they are. And that may be the absolute truth, but when you get to where you're living as good as Jesus, you'll have something to brag about. And uh, Jesus is the one we ought to measure our life by. And then we'll see what, how big a failure we are. So, uh, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in time of trouble. And... Uh, He's our refuge and our strength, the Bible said. 
and uh, everything we everything that we are, if we've been saved by the grace of God, is in Jesus. If if we're able to do a work for God. If God's given, given you a gift to be able to sing or, or preach or whatever, and, and you can do that in the Spirit, God's given you a great gift, and you ought to use it when God when God will let you. And they, they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And like I said a while ago, I've been saved a few years. And uh, he ain't never left me. I've been wrong a lot of times and I couldn't I couldn't really feel the spirit moving in down in here to bless me. But I've heard I've heard his voice down in here saying you're you're in the wrong, bud. And uh, so he was he was still there when I was wrong. Sing praise to the Lord which dwelleth in Zion. Declare among the people his doings. Let people know what he's done for you. I like that song the young people sang. Part of the verse says, let me tell you what Jesus done for me. And uh, the people say there's no God. When we can when we can tell people about being saved and tell it right out of our heart, it'll have an impact on somebody. When he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembereth them, he forgetteth not the cry of the humble. And he he he's gonna call us and, and maybe there's more in this than I can than I can say, but He's calling us when he calls us on the carpet, when the judgment goes out to each one of us, when we was lost. I'm talking about when we was lost. He's making inquisition for the blood of Jesus. He's wanting to apply the blood to our soul. And uh, he forgetteth not the cry of the humble. And if you humble your heart before God when he makes that inquisition, he... He'll save you by His grace, and He won't forget you. We're kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, and uh, God will take care of us. Now, I talk, we talked about a while ago, God protecting us and taking care of us, and that's, that's absolutely, I believe that's absolutely a fact sometimes. But then you can, you can look back at Stephen, Paul, Peter, all the apostles except John, I think, 
come to a violent end. And you might say, well, God didn't protect them. It was time for them to go to heaven. I've known, I've known some, some real good people in my lifetime that's had a violent end. But it was time for them to go to heaven. I don't know how, I don't know how I'm going to leave here. I don't know who, what disease or accident or whatever is going to get my life. 